Welcome to the first ever episode of DNR Radio. I'm Russ. Darkside was here with me. Unfortunately, due to a technical glitch, we have lost the first minute of our initial episode. So we're going to pick it up one minute into the program. Hopefully you'll uh, follow along and enjoy the show. The next four years. Is it that long? Four years? It seems like it's a long time, but uh, I mean, it does go by pretty quick. Well, we've had we've had eight years of, mm-hmm. of Democratic rule, and yeah. uh, some would say that it's been a moderate success, and then you would have others that uh, think that it's been a horror show, and that's kind of kind of where we are as a country, right? We're very polarized right now. There's, Absolutely, it's either red or blue. There's no purple no mauve no chartreuse lavender no none of much in between going on nowadays so what we're going to be talking about is what's going on leading up to that general election going on 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 Mm -hmm. november 8th and uh, what's going on in the world around that because that's really influencing what's going on here in this country so uh, one of the one of the lead-ins that we're going to talk about this happened like in the past 24 hours uh vladimir putin the president of Russia, mm-hmm. has uh, issued a decree to all of his state employees everywhere in the world, which was uh, pull your kids out of school, uh, pack up their belongings as well as the other members of your family, and send them back to the quote-unquote motherland. The motherland. The motherland. Mm-hmm. And uh, almost as a, as a uh, hunkered-down uh, precaution. Now, that in itself wouldn't be a bad thing because you know leaders do that all the time. They, they you know they get all grumpy and they get their panties in a wad and they you know I'm gonna take my people out of your country and ooh, uh, but this there's a bunch of things going on with that. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I believe it was, or was it even last week, where uh, they had a civil defense uh, practice. You know, like like in, in the emergency services units, they have. Like emergency accident uh, scene yeah. practice, yeah. right? What are we going to do? Dry runs. Right, dry yeah. runs. Yeah. So they did that, right? But with 40 million people. Right. That's If there's not red flags going up, and not to use the red, but if yeah. there's not red it flags going up, there, right? I mean, it is insane for people not to see that there there's something on the horizon that, uh, that that is being overlooked. Well, if you're sitting in Poland on the horizon, you're seeing a bunch of uh, nuclear uh, weapons, nuclear-capable weapons capable. being uh, positioned right. uh, along the uh, Russian Western Front, the Eastern European Front. Mm-hmm. And, and that's in direct violation of, I, I can't tell you how many treaties, mm-hmm. NATO, U.S., Russia, I mean, those, they're just they're ripping them up and using them as wads. Right. Uh, and, and not saying that we're we're the good guys and everything here too, uh, with all of our uh, quote unquote uh, nuclear defense missile system uh, positioned in Eastern Europe to protect us from the Iranian nuclear warheads, right. which you know it's almost like the WMDs of the Bush era that nobody could ever find. Mm-hmm. Where's still where's hidden? All this, right, they're still hidden. Still where's hidden. All this Middle Eastern stuff, right? Yeah. That'll Middle come East. out within the next couple of weeks. Right. They have all this amazing firepower hidden in the sand out yeah. there. So uh, but it, it, it is frightening, right? Those of us that have families and, and uh, you know, we go about our day by day. We don't think about things like really a, a, a nuclear war happening. The last time we really had big threats, uh, most of us weren't even born yet, right? So, right. Uh, it was the, the, the Bay of Pigs and, and the Cuban mm-hmm. Missile Crisis and uh, – 
Brezhnev, I think, was the premier of the Soviet Union then, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I could be wrong even. I'd go back on my history. And then uh, JFK, and, and everybody touts him as uh, one of the heroes in that and preventing a, a worldwide nuclear holocaust. But here we are again. Right. History just repeats it's itself. The dawn of, of a very disturbing era that is getting out of hand and out of control. And just for average, everyday, ordinary people like me, you know, I'll wake up, um, I got to mow the lawn. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm thinking of everything else that I have to do. And there's such a broad range of, of just horrible things that are about to happen. And a lot of it hinges on what's going on over here within the next month and what's been going on over the last year. Well, yeah, and... and well, more, the last eight years, year, right? Well, yeah, that's... Well, it's not split hairs. Well, yeah. if, we're, if we're, we're talking about what could happen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one side uh, wants to eliminate your uh, Second Amendment rights or, or abridge them mm-hmm. so it's more of their liking. But yet, if, if the world does go to pot, you're kind of going to need them Right, because Main Street's going to become Fury Road. Absolutely, right, and that's that's the scary side of it. Is Absolutely, what are you going to do when you actually have to uh, use firearms to protect and sur- help your family to just basically survive? Now, are, are we talking the, like the doomsday scenario here? Sure, we're going to talk that right because right. a we're we're in broadcasting, so we got to go for that big flash in the pan, right? And make absolutely, you're going to make you poop your pants. Yeah, there, absolutely. But, you got to think about what if you got a guy over on the other side of the world that has no compunction mm-hmm. to push that button. He don't care. No, he doesn't care at all. Uh, you know, his country's big enough. It's the largest country in the world, right? Absolutely. So you know, there's part of that country that probably hasn't even been explored yet. Right. So what does he care? He's going to hunker down in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And our government's going to do the same thing. We got, you know, the mountains out in the Rockies that, you know, the, the government and all the, the happy, rich people, the one percenters that they deem worthy are going to go sit and wait it out, right? Yeah. Yep. The rest of us are going to be clawing for survival out yeah. here on the roads. Yeah, and, money and buys safety, and for the average American person like myself, like you, uh, I mean, we have, to, we have to have our own means of safety. And if those means are taken away, it, it is going to be a, a tremendous, tremendous uh, struggle just to be able to survive and provide for your family and, and your own safety. I mean, let's be real, folks. Let's, you, know, you look, you drive around town, and... There's so many other bad things going on, bad people out there, and if if our safety and our protection is taken away, uh, I mean, really, you're going to be seeing nuclear missiles being paraded through downtown. I know that's that's an old, everybody's like, oh, they're driving the missiles through town and stuff, but there's a reality of, of a possibility of that actually happening. That's, the, that's the, the disturbing part. I never thought I would see that. I thought maybe I'd, I'd see a civil war in this country. Mm-hmm. Before I would see a another global conflict, and and it's it's leaning that way, and and more so every day as we go through, because it's it, the whole thing hinges hinges around the, the Middle East, right? Syria, right? Uh, they've been in a civil war now for four years. Mm-hmm. You got Assad, who is the dictator in power over there, and we use dictator because that's our definition of it in in the Western culture, right? Yeah, dictatorship. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm plain and simple. It's 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 the Webster dictionary. You open it up, dictatorship. There's Assad. Yeah, uh, and just as a subtext that may have Putin there, but uh, so the Russian government supports Assad and his regime. Mm-hmm. Now the Western countries, as well as the United States, support the anti-Assad regime, which 
may or not have elements of Al Qaeda or other terrorist organizations right. involved, mm-hmm. and and we're arming them, giving them money, dropping money over there, uh, and and then Russia's coming in and they're actually an active participant, right? So it's their war planes and their military that's actually engaging against the uh, rebels, so to speak, over in Syria. And then you have the whole Aleppo right, the thing dog. where they just carpet bomb the hell out of everything over there. Men, women, children, didn't matter. Killed them all. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they're not facing any repercussions for it. So I hear that the U.S. government is actually petitioning the world court to look into w- uh, war crime investigations against Russia. That being said, Russia was supposed to have a uh, summit meeting in France. Uh, they abruptly canceled and pulled out of it. And then... Putin goes and, and pulls everybody back. Uh, so it, it's like the pieces are falling into place right. for a showdown. Absolutely. Now, who's, who's going who's gonna to be the first one to cross that line? Now, the outcome of our election in 28 days is going to have a, a big input as to what happens on the world stage. Absolutely. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you, you had mentioned earlier, you thought that you were going to see the possibilities of a civil war before a nuclear war. Well, you know, from an average person's standpoint, I'm looking at it as to we may see both occurring at the same time. We are imploding from the inside, our own borders, everybody in this country. It's, it's either you're on this side or you're on this side. There's so much going on in our own country. We are going after ourselves. Meanwhile, all this is going on overseas that a lot of people are just completely, uh, I don't want to say ignoring. I'm, I'm not trying to say anybody's being ignorant about uh, the, the way of the world. But we're so at each other's throats and we're watching on the sidelines all this stuff happening overseas, and it's almost going unchecked. It is. It's going in 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 a in a road that we don't want here on the homeland. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that a lot of that has to do with a uh, certain factions that are allowed to express themselves, although they are borderline terrorists themselves, domestic terrorists. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll dip into that a little bit, if not today, in a future program. Sure. Uh, but then that that group or groups are then coddled and allowed to continue to preach their hate mm-hmm. and and their violence, and and it, it then comes back where we have to stand back as as a group of Americans. And doesn't matter if you're race, creed, culture, or religion. You stand there and you go, "Wait a second, you're you're attacking us as a culture, as an American culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we have problems. Yes, we have issues. Yes, we're not perfect, but we need to stop coddling to the minority, right? We are a democracy, supposed to be. The majority rules, right? Right. We are not supposed to cater to the small minority. They are allowed to feel what they feel right mm-hmm. you there's uh, you can have any opinion you want absolutely you can't stop that i i have the right to offend you though as much as i want to yes you have the right to ignore me yes you have the right to try to legally shut me up absolutely but i have that right to say or do whatever i want yeah 
people don't like that. You you have to have your safe spaces now. Uh, yes, exactly. Right? You have to crawl back into your little hole and go, oh, words are hurting me, mm-hmm. and you're bothering me, and you're making me feel like less of a person. Well, if you're really feeling like that, then maybe you need to introspect and, and look and see. Are you a human? Where, where does it say anywhere in any culture, in any that I don't have that right to piss you off. Right. That's the problem. That's the problem is that there's so many people out there that have the hurt feelings report mentality. Oh, you can't say this. I can say it. I can say what I want to say. But if you say something opposing that, oh, oh, you, you can't say that. That's intolerable. You can't be like that. You can't. No, no, no. You can't wave that flag, but I can wave this one. And there's just so much. That's what I'm saying. The country is in such turmoil right now because so many people have that hurt feeling mentality. You know, we have people coming to this country seeking safe haven. And that was the foundation of the United States of America, a a free country. No, no basis of, of anything. Everybody's welcome here. But then they'll come here and force different values and different um, feelings on people that in all reality, okay, yes, like you said, you're allowed to feel that way perfectly fine. But because you're feeling that way does not mean I have to. I'm, I'm my own person. You could be your own person. Go do what you want to do, you know, to each his own. I've always said that, to each his own. But you know what? Your own is not mine. If I'm sitting in my house and I don't want to kneel on a carpet and kiss the floor, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. You know, if you don't want your kids to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school, okay, well, tell your kid, hey, you don't have to say it. Okay, it's understandable. But don't sit there and say because of this, because of because of my beliefs, my one sole beliefs, you have a school, let's say, of 150 students. Because there's one, two, three, five, ten students that don't want to say it, you're going to ban it for everybody? That's the problem. That's one of the key problems. And I know we're, we're kind of bouncing around here, and that's definitely something. These are, these are just issues that we are going to be delving into you know, in, in future shows. Plus, we're, this is first show, so yeah, there's absolutely I mean, no control. I mean, no. We're just, that's no. right off the head. No, so. I, I ramble. I'm sorry. I, I ramble on. It's, it's my personality. I'm a rambler. <laughs> So we're going to take two minutes here. We're going to catch our breath. We're going to regroup, and we're going to get right back into it. So stay right here. Sit with us. Uh Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. 
Those Gunk Duck shirts come in both a regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time, so follow Skunk Duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates. Skunk Duck Design, the best ducking designs on the web. second presidential debate Mm -hmm. uh, a tape came out uh, from 2005 yeah and uh uh donald trump had uh, talked about uh nancy odell Mm -hmm. and uh, talked about uh, he needed to take some tic tacs he was going to try to kiss up on her and then he was going to grab her right in the hoo-hoo right okay what he quote unquote locker room talk right so you got two schools you got two schools of thought here right Mm -hmm. so uh, I've I've had discussion with with uh, uh, peers, okay, who have said that they've never talked like that in the locker room. They've never talked about, uh, you know, uh, uh, smashing this thing. Uh, I can't wait to get some of that, and uh, they've never talked like that in their entire lives. And and I I kind of almost want to call them liars because yeah. I've I've heard most of them. <laughs> now, is it objectifying? Absolutely. Is it uh, uh, borderline uh, abusive? I, I think it is. And, and yes, it's a horrible culture, right, to to talk and objectify like that. To objectify women in that manner, yeah, absolutely. It, it is, okay? Uh, that being said, right, we're not, I'm not condoning that. I'm not giving it a stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. If anybody talked about my daughters like that, I want him to eat his teeth for breakfast, yeah, right? Absolutely. So, but I understand the context in which it came, right? So he's a braggart. Yes. Okay? Donald Trump is a megalomaniac. Yeah, okay. it was a lot of a lot of brash talk. That's that's what he is, right? Yeah. So he's talking. He's trying to make himself look good in front of guys who may not look at him with that same elevated look, right? Right? They don't look up to him the way he feels that they need to. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? He's going to say or do something that he thinks is going to make these guys envy him, going to make right. him look up to him, and uh, we see it all the time as 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 men. We see stupid behavior because we're men. We're stupid. We're dumb. We're animals. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're just varying levels upon scum. I get that. Absolutely. I accept that. I feel absolutely. <laughs> the uproar that this has caused uh, has put the entire election cycle in in a, a whole different light that has never been seen before in this country. Now, we've had scandals, right? JFK with Marilyn Monroe and... Uh, yeah, you had uh, uh, Bill Clinton with with all of uh, his girlfriends and mm-hmm. 
his his actual uh, accuse, accusations of assault, mm-hmm. right? And and of course, uh, uh, Trump tried to line them up during the second debate, like yo. You're going to talk about me. I'll bring yours here, right? So it was a, a almost like, for lack of a better term, a pissing battle there, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's turned into a mockery. It's turned our democratic process into a joke. Yes, it has. And you know the thing about it, you mentioned scandals like uh, like JFK, Marilyn Monroe, scandals like that. You know the big difference between scandals like that and what's going on nowadays? Social media. Absolutely. This is turning. See, now we have two candidates. We have Hillary Clinton, Democratic. We have Donald Trump, a Republican. Both of them have so many different issues that are going on. So many different scandals are being brought to light about both of them. And it's all coming through primarily to John Q. Public and Jane Q. Public. It's coming through social media. These are the these are the the ways people are finding out about these. They didn't have that back during the JFK and and all the other administrations. You know that's bringing to light now the issues with our current uh, our, our current candidates, and it's turning our process basically what we're voting on. We're not voting on character anymore. It's not a character-driven campaign because, to be quite honest, both of them their characters oh, in both question. of them the characters suck. Yeah, that's so. So now you have to you have to delve further than that. We knew ahead of time that you know Trump had said and done some stuff that kind of made you cringe. And, you know, okay, uh, maybe he probably shouldn't have said that. So is it, in my opinion, is it really a shock that a tape like this came oh, no, out? No, not at all. I'm not. No, no, I'm not shocked. You no. kind of expected from him. Yeah, right? absolutely. But the uproar is: Why do you expect it? We shouldn't expect it. Right. But we're talking about people who were raised in a bygone era, right? Mm-hmm. We're we're only changing our culture in the past five to ten years since the real advent of social media has come out, right? Right, where every bit of news is instantaneous, mm-hmm. right? Something happens two seconds later, it's a trend, right? So you're talking about a guy who's in his sixties, right? Who who was raised in a time where objectification was the norm? Yes. Right, who who did not have the political aspirations then that he does now, right, and didn't train himself. Now, politicians don't train themselves because you know we can look at Bill, right? Mm-hmm. You know he did not have sexual relations. No, the cigar did. Right, right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the DNA just happened just happened to, to be on fly dress, right? on onto the dress. He right? was donating. He yeah. was donating. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, He's a donor. A, yeah, a genome project. Yeah. So the pro. The, he was raised in that era as well, mm-hmm. right? That that's the baby boomer generation, and because of that, right? That's that's the age of of our parents, right, or, or our grandparents, and and we were raised in those similar virtues, right? Yeah. I mean, handed down generation to generation. generation. Yeah, I mean, I I remember back in the, in the, in the seventies and early eighties. So uh, my my father was a truck driver his whole life. He mm-hmm. still is at at uh, early, in his early seventies. Uh, uh, but I remember going to truck yards, and and here I am, you know, ten, eleven, twelve, Next thirteen year. years not, old, and you walk into a truck shop show. and they got pinups on the wall. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. It, that's what they did. Yeah, my father was a mechanic. Growing up, my father was a mechanic, and. His hands, I mean, just grizzled and gnarly, and you know, you, they bang their knuckles around, and they're but and they swear like drunken sailors. And you open up any any one of their toolboxes, 
and it's a pinup. Right. I mean, that's that was the era that we grew up in. And and to think that because you're running for public office 11 years after you say something, that you should automatically be adapting the culture that exists now. Mm-hmm. Back then, you can't do that. No, absolutely not. So you have to take that in context, okay? He's an idiot for saying it. Sure. Uh, did he actually mean it or do it? Probably not. I don't think he's got the guts to assault a woman. No, and I, I'm almost positive that by now it would have come out if he actually assaulted a woman, if that had actually happened. I'm pretty sure, certainly not defending what he said, but if words were put into action, uh, I'm almost positive. Now now you're going to have these people coming out of the woodwork saying, oh, he did it to me, oh, he did it to me. Oh, yeah, well, where were you before the tapes came I don't know, it's out? a week now, and, and there's still, you know, nobody nobody's saying that they were ever assaulted by Trump, no, right? No, Somebody keeps talking about a 13-year-old is trying to press charges against him for, and, and I can't find any real story on that. Right. So I'll keep looking at that, but that's an allegation that's right. out there. But it's not like the rogues gallery Right. That was sitting on front row at the second debate, and the look on on uh, on Billy's face, yeah, when he's sitting next to his daughter, and you look at all the women over there that he actually, yeah, either either they paid off or, or were were investigated for for assaulting, mm-hmm. and so it's apples and oranges. So sure. okay, let's let's take what he said, put it in the context that we're talking about here. But yet everybody is still jumping ship. Right. The entire Republican mainframe, the hierarchy of the Republican Party is dumping. Yes. Right? They're going into protection mode. They're almost uh, acquiescing the fact that Hillary will be the next president of the United States. It's like they're turtles. They're, they're withdrawing into their shell. They don't want to get hurt. They want their own safe space. They That's want their space, safe space. They're protecting themselves. Yeah. And when you look at the list... Of people that are abandoning Trump right now, they're just they're running away. They're dropping tail. You got Illinois Senator, Senator Mark Kirk. You got former New York uh, governor and former GOP uh, uh, presidential candidate George Pataki. Mm-hmm. He's running away. He's like, I'm horrified by Trump's tape. Trump campaign is a poisonous mix of bigotry and ignorance. Enough. He needs to step down. So we're all calling for him to step down. My my question is. Where is his racism? Where is his bigotry? Now, I know what he says about the wall. Yeah. That's not a race. That's a national thing, right? That's a that's nationality. That's securing our borders. So you're preventing criminals. Yes. And, and yes, okay, not to call them all rapists and murderers, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not going to denigrate that. But the fact that that they are coming here illegally and then refusing to do anything to become legal. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Yes. Okay. So building that wall keeps all the illegals out. Right. I in, have no in problem. Theory, absolutely. Line up, do the paperwork, do it the right way. And welcome home. Don't call them undocumented immigrants because they're not undocumented no. immigrants. No. Nope. They're criminals. They're illegal. They're, they broke the law to come here. You know, I, I got into an argument with somebody online. Um, and now I, I am so far from technologically savvy. I just want to let that be known. So I glom onto my wife's Facebook account. I mean, I, I don't even have my own. Oh, you're one of those. I am. You know, there's not, you know, people are, oh, you got a shared account. No, it's not like that. It's generally speaking, I'm just computer stupid. Now, 
she had gotten the Facebook account years ago when it whole started, and she kept telling me, oh, you, you should sign up, you should sign up. I kept telling her no. My friends started bombarding her account. Where's Dave? Where's Dave? So basically, she just added me on to shut everybody up. So now I'll use that as, uh, you know, every once in a while to go trolling or go pissing people off or do whatever I do. But I got, I got into an argument with somebody recently. And they had said something to the effect of, well, do you think it's fair if he were to become president, if Trump were to become president, do you think it's fair for him to deport all these illegal aliens, undocumented as they call them, and and split apart the families? Now, I certainly do not want to sound heartless. Uh, again, America is, there's room for everybody. If you come about it legally, come on over, welcome home, be a productive member of society. Now, the argument I had with this individual was, you know the game. These people that came over illegally knew the risks that they were, they were up against, basically. They knew they were breaking the law. We can't pick and choose what laws we're going to follow and what laws we don't. When you start picking and choosing, that is when society starts to fail. Oh, well, we'll follow this. Is that happening now? It is happening now. That's the problem we're having. Well, we'll we'll follow this law, but we're not going to follow. So I got into an argument. I don't like that one. I don't. Yeah. Well, I'll just ignore this one. But this one right here, I'll follow. So I, I got into this argument and I came out sounding probably heartless. You know, hey, sorry about your luck, but there's the door. You racist bastard. I know. Isn't it? Isn't it messed up how now all of a sudden I'm the bigot? I'm not a bigot. It's not about being a bigot. It's about right and wrong. If you, and it's unfair. You have tens and hundreds of thousands of people that want to come to America to become an American citizen. And they're going about it legally. They're studying hard. They're doing what they have to do. Cutting through all the tape and, and doing all the hoops they have to jump through. And they're doing it legally. Meanwhile, you got this other one that, that basically snuck across the border and is, is there's no repercussion for it. They're given driver's licenses. Yes. They're giving welfare. Yes. Section 8 housing, Medicare. Yes. And in some states, the right to vote. Isn't that something? But Isn't meanwhile, something? legal immigrants have to wait until they become naturalized. Yes. They're suffering. So why do people who come here legally not get the same rights as somebody who breaks the law mm-hmm. what that's the fix yeah make that okay and then maybe people can swallow this pill a little bit better until then put up the damn wall yes absolutely keep them out absolutely good and put a little doorway they have to knock yeah. come, hey, come on can in. i come in yeah oh you sure as long as you fill out the proper paperwork, yeah. you raise your right hand and swear to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Yeah, absolutely. And until then, you can fly whatever flag you want. Just do it back in your yeah. country. Yeah. And if you want to fly that flag when you get over here, feel free. But make sure you put it one notch below the flag that's here in this country right now. And then, and then the other part of that is the uh, uh, threat by Trump to block Muslims from coming into the country until they're vetted properly, which... Right. It's come out recently that uh, the vetting process is nothing more than them asking a question, are you a terrorist? If they answer no, they're allowed to come here as a refugee. I've always said pinky swear. Uh, th- oh, it's a pinky swear. That's what they're doing. Yeah. You're going to hurt us? No. I actually pinky thought swear. there was a real vetting process. Right. I thought they were actually like at least giving them like multiple choice. Right. You know, you fill in the, the circle, you know, everybody, A-C-C, A-D, yeah. A-D. No. You see lines and lines of them on the news. They show pictures of them. I want to know who's the one guy that said, yes, he is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a terrorist? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to. I want to yeah. know who that guy is. <laughs> he gets. He gets the Darwin Award. He, he has to have it, right? Well, you see. You see the pictures of them on, on the news, though. Oh, it's women and children. No, well, no, no, all no. The, most of the pictures I've seen are men. I mean, there was that one recently of, of the the poor kid with blood on his face and everything. Horrible, horrible images of, of just terrible things going on over there. I don't want that here. But no, we don't want that in this country. Period. I Listen, don't want the kids with the blood and and the dirt and the four year olds not knowing what happened because their eardrums are exploded because a bomb went off next right. door to them. I don't want that here. Right. So there needs to be a better process. I don't mind rescuing refugees. That's mm-hmm. what the U.S. is about. But when you're mixing in people who want to kill us yes. with that same group, you can't just blanket receive them all. They're fleeing their country, their their spaces with nothing. They don't have paperwork. It's not like they have a social uh, security card, a birth certificate, some form of they don't ID. They even have a passport. So they have like nothing. They're walking up to basically our borders. And I use that, you know, they're obviously not at the border. But they're basically knocking on our door. And you're right. Are you a terrorist? No. Come on in. No. It's it, it's not like that. It's It's impossible to properly vet these individuals that have nothing. They are complete, 100% unknowns. And it's not a religious thing. It, it, it really isn't, right? No. Because they, they're Islamic radicals. We have Christian radicals in this country, right? Right. We have people that still believe that the dinosaurs walked with man mm-hmm. and that the whole world was made in seven days. Right. And if you don't believe what they believe, they'll run you out of town. Now... They're not going to strap a bomb to them and then put it in a bus stop, right? No, no. But they're just as radical with their beliefs. Absolutely. So, you know, it's not about a religious thing. It's about the fact that you want to take that in the name of that religion and then blow me up. Right. Don't don't blow me up. Right. You know, preach to me, talk to me, tell me the virtues of your religion. Yeah. But don't blow me up. What happened to the days of Jehovah's Witnesses knocking on the door saying, hey, have you heard the word of Jehovah? And then you just slam the door in they, their face and they're on their way. They stopped coming around when I started answering the door. Uh, see, yeah, I, I yeah. just, you know, I just look at them out the window. And say, they were like, oh, my God. No, you're good. You don't need God. You already found them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Me and him are buddies. <laughs> yeah, that's. We got more coming up. We want to talk a little bit about Hillary and what she's going to bring to the table. Is she going to bring anything to the table? Maybe Gary Johnson, Jill Stein. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All of this, all of this going together is just a nasty, nasty, toxic. We'll be right back. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor. A few of many, many more careers that the Connecticut School of Broadcasting can lead you to. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour. With an on-hands approach and instructors being broadcast professionals themselves, you're guaranteed to get a first-class learning experience. Get your career in the broadcasting field started the right way. Sports radio host, producer, news anchor, the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. Go CSB.com or 1-800-TV-RADIO to schedule your studio tour.
finished up over at CSB in 94. And yeah, I mean, now everything's computerized and stuff. That's, I got to give you a huge, a huge uh, set of props here. I got to thank you, Russ. Seriously. When you approached me about doing this show, I mean, I was excited. It, it, it's cool. It's, it's a cool thing to do. You know, I have uh, the late, great Kevin, the afternoon guy, a good friend of mine who passed away uh, a couple years ago, used to do a podcast. He always, you know, uh, him and Slave Boy would always say, ah, come on over and do it. Come on. Over. But I, I never understood the concept of it. I really didn't. Again, technologically stupid. I own that. I'm cool with it. So when you approached me about it, you know, a couple like minded fellas, I'm like, oh, this is this is this is great. OK, I think I can get into it. And you took the helm and ran with it. You you just ran with it. You you got all these computer gizmos and gadgets and stuff. And uh, you know, uh, I I just wanted to give you thanks because if you left it up to me, dude, we'd still be just talking about it. <laughs> I appreciate that. No, it's true. I got I got a lot of help. So uh, you heard a commercial before from Skunk Duck Designs, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's my brother's business, right? And, and he's got a, a t-shirt biz. He's also uh, a host of two uh, two shows. Uh, the biggest one right now is the Social Downfall Radio. Hey, you can find them on Facebook, uh, Social Downfall Radio. Uh, you can get them in, uh, on Twitter. Uh, and he also does a sports one on Friday as well. But uh, the, the, he was part of a couple of other ones before that that uh, devolved, mm -hmm. and, and he had to move on from them. And then he found his niche with the Social Downfall and how he set it up. He went and, and got himself the microphones and had the computer and then found the, uh, uh, the, the software to be able to produce. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got, I got kind of envious of the fact that he was back on the air, you know, because he, he was on the air in, in Pennsylvania at a rock station. He was doing some good stuff there and met some celebrities. And you and I both know what that's like in, yeah, in our absolutely. past radio days. Mm -hmm. and, and so I, I hit him up for advice. And he's like, well, you need this, this, that, that, and this. So I looked at it, and I was like, well, you know, I could do it, but I'm going to talk by myself? Right. That's kind of silly. And then so uh, our significant others mm -hmm. uh, through our kids in school together uh, kind of introduced us to each other, and, and uh, we started chatting. Similar background, CSB and yep. the, the whole radio biz, so here we are. And uh, hopefully you're liking it. Hopefully that there's some... Uh, thoughts going on in your head, uh, yay or nay. Uh, don't forget, uh, you can send us your comments. Uh, you can reach us through our website at dnrradio.net. Yes, we have our own website, up and functioning. All which, right? which, again, you took the helm on that one. You, you ran with that one, and it came out beautifully. Well, I had a lot of help. Yeah, there's one yeah. of those, you know, uh, hit me daddy, one of those websites. Listen, right I, I, can, I barely even know how to email, bro. I'm serious. Listen, when I tell you I'm computer stupid, it's not even a joke. So you'd have a hard time writing an email to radiodnr at gmail.com? I've never had my own email account. I've always, I, I mean, I have one through my, my full-time job. And I, I've had it for the last couple of years now. And, I mean, if you go on there, there's like 40,000 emails. And so I'm kind of like Hillary Clinton. I have all these emails. The only difference is I didn't delete them. They're all still there. I don't and they're know. They're not classified. They're not well, some of them might be, but not all of them. But that's just the pictures. I just I don't know how to do stuff like that. You know, smartphone the smartphone is smarter than me. And so I, I just so you know, to have you and, and of course before we forget, also big props uh to our, our other halves for yes. Yes. supporting this. She's she's really a very patient woman. 
Uh, uh, yes, our yeah. wives are are quite patient with our shenanigans. The, the fact that I've pretty much well, taken over what would be designated as the craft slash exercise mm-hmm. slash what should have been a dining room, and I'm turning it into a radio studio. Mm-hmm. And and right on the other side of our curtain, the rest of my family is having their dinner yeah. as we're recording the <laughs> yeah. show. You know, that's a lot of props out to everybody for their patience. Absolutely, and, and, and it definitely it doesn't go unnoticed. We definitely thank you guys for for every, you know all the support and everything. And you know, of course, back when I was actually doing professional radio, I'm not saying this isn't professional, bro. This is top notch. But no, when I was doing professional radio, I mean, uh, my wife stood by my side through a lot of ups and a lot of downs and you know she is a saint she could be a pain in my butt at times but she's a saint i mean she completely stood by me when i was going through some pretty bad times and she put up with a lot of crap a lot of crap so you You know know, whose wife does not put up with a lot of crap who's bill clinton's that's true she doesn't put up with a lot of crap she is uh really on on fire right oh yeah so Right now, she's taking the lead in every poll in the country. Mm-hmm. She's just she's charging ahead. Uh, the The Trump bandwagon. Last I heard, it was eight apart. points. Yeah, it's it? it's still at eight points. Maybe getting close to double digits double now. Digits. And and the trends for the past twenty plus years show that anybody who is in the lead thirty days before the election usually wins it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a chance. There's a chance. Very slim. That that trend could break, right? Because that's what trends do. Trends go up, trends go down, trends sure. change. Twenty-eight. A lot can happen in less than thirty days. It, it could. I mean, but, but when you look at the ammunition that people have had against her, and it hasn't done anything to soften her lead. Now, right. you have a lot of people that will vote for her just purely upon her gender. Right. Then you have another bunch that will vote on her purely because they're Democrats. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what the substance of her platform is, which, other than a continuation of the Obama programs, I don't see much of a change. No, it's going to be another four years of the last eight years. So, you know, we know we see that Obamacare is falling apart. Many, many states are losing their uh, cooperatives. Uh, mm-hmm. Some big here in Connecticut, uh, you have some of the biggest ones that are based here in Connecticut dropping the program mm-hmm. uh, because they they just not they're losing money hand over fist yeah. when you're talking into 40 50 million dollar losses uh, they can't sustain that so they're pulling out of these uh, so that that program's failing but we're going to continue that in four years right sure. for the next four years absolutely but the damage to Clinton's campaign doesn't seem to be affecting her popularity just today there's been a, a release of another email hack this time, uh, against her uh, longtime uh, pa- uh, compatriot there, uh, Podesta files, right? They're calling these the the Podesta files. Uh, Podesta uh, was, or I think still is, one of her uh, campaign managers. Uh, his name's John Podesta, right? He's claiming that Russian hackers targeted his account to try to get emails to influence the presidential election, and that those Russian hackers tipped off the Trump camp that this was going to happen. So now we have collusion between a foreign government, an alleged collusion, between a foreign government and their unofficial state-sponsored hackers uh, 
uh, and and going back through ten years of John Podesta's emails, uh, and now the FBI is involved, right? So, uh, according to Podesta, Russian interference in this election and their apparent attempt to influence it on behalf of Mr. Trump, I think, should be of utmost concern to all Americans. Now, first off, the fact that he's actually calling out a longtime Trump confidant, his name's Roger Stone, I think it is. Uh, He's saying that he had advance notice of the hack, saying that uh, Stone actually tweeted back in August, trust me, it will soon be Podesta's time in the barrel, meaning that he knew something was going to happen to John Podesta. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? Who tells you that? Who knows that? Except the people that are doing it. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they can trace back these IP addresses, right? You're not technologically savvy, but... IPA? Was it beer? Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the IPA is a beer. But you know, for those of you that aren't in the know, an IP address is similar to a telephone number except for your computer. Okay. So you, your computer has a designated IP address that goes to your main router. Mm-hmm. That's where the Internet comes into your house. That's it. Now, is that solid, though? I that's, mean, is there, there's no there's, that's working a, around it's that. It's called a static IP. Okay. That's so, it. So that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. Okay? Traceable. So they can trace that number. Gotcha. Okay. So they go back, and they know that these numbers originate in, in Russia. Right. Right, so they know that. Mm-hmm. Now, who is sponsoring that? Who's telling them to do that? I don't know. But these emails that are coming out are, are somewhat embarrassing, right? They, they come out and, uh, you know, they, they, they have a lot of political power on the Democrat side to quash them. So you're not going to hear much about the uh. allegations of Hillary Clinton using derogatory remarks against Middle Easterns. Right. Calling them the sand N-word was one of the allegations I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. Go. Um, and then uh, demarginalizing the Latino vote and and talking bad about African Americans uh, just to get their vote. I mean, those emails are out there. Right. We've seen them. But they've done nothing to slow down her campaign. Absolutely nothing. It's but, amazing. But yet you say, I want to grab her hoo-hoo, and the rails come off. Right. It's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. So you can say the N-word. You can say any derogatory remark about a Latino, right. Latina, the whole race, the Hispanic race. Right. You can say young black males are super predators. Which she did. She did. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's absolutely factually proven a lot of the things that, that are going on with her in her campaign, in her past, absolutely proven. And yes, it's proven, obviously, by the tapes of what Trump said. But you're, you're absolutely right. One end of it gets blown out of proportion and, oh, holy crap, this is so horrible. And the other side is like, uh, well, you know, she's still, she's still running. Everything's cool. How does it get washed away like that? But it's I, not I, just that, right? I got a, I got a well, list here of 22, at least 22 other scandals that she's been involved in, right? Mm-hmm. Where she used the IRS as her own Gestapo. Right. Going after people and, and uh, uh, intimidating them, right? Covering up for Bill's... Uh, Shenanigans? Right. You know, <laughs> his cigar habit, yeah. right? Uh, to which every every woman that has come out and accused him has stuck by their story, hasn't changed in, in 20 years, 20 plus years. Yeah, no Some way go back even more. One of his uh, uh, quote-unquote victims... Is in her seventies now, and this happened when she was in her thirties. You go yeah. back forty years. Yeah, uh, 
looting the White House. Did people forget oh, that, was funny. that she stole $200,000 worth of furniture and you know, artwork from the you know White what, House? Though? I mean, I, I got to give her a little bit of props for that. Uh, yeah, That's I, pretty I, badass. I, but it's not like you're going to Outback and trying to stick one of their steak knives in your purse, right? No, it, no, but... you're, you're trying to steal White House I, China. I know, but that's I got to look at that like, hey, you know what? I mean, it's like you go, go to a motel, you walk out with a towel. You go to the White House, go. you walk out with smart work. It's all good. Then you got the uh, uh, Filegate when she uh, had FBI files open up on every GOP rival yeah. that her and Bill had. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can go on and on. Uh, Huma Abedin, right? Uh, Anthony Weiner's wife, okay? Which is a story upon itself because she's got a lot of Muslim Brotherhood ties, right? Her Her parents and her relatives all go back to the Middle East. They trace back to the Middle East, and they're part of the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a big terrorist feeder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was married to a Jewish uh, politician who just happened to like to show off his last name a lot, <laughs> right? So, but those ties, you're putting somebody with that much uh, terrorist accusations, right, in the White House. Yeah. That That's going to be her right-hand person. Mm-hmm. That could also potentially be her chief of staff. Yes. And 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 this person with alleged Muslim Brotherhood ties is going to be really the second most powerful person in that White House because it's the president, and then it's not the vice president. No, it's the chief, chief of staff. staff. Absolutely, they call the shots. They yeah. run that house. They have yeah, absolutely. They have the president's ear. So you know you got that. Then you got the uh, Vince Foster's death. That was a quote unquote suicide. Uh, amongst how many others? Like during the Whitewater uh, right. scandal back yeah. in, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, there was also rumor that she was, you know, dipping a cigar with him. Yeah. So, and then he winds up dead. He's There's gone. a lot of bodies that go along with this campaign. They're stacking up pretty high. Uh, email gate with the 33,000, right? Yeah. Uh, travel gate, shipping her friends on Air Force One mm-hmm. at no cost, right? Mm-hmm. Then you had the Whitewater scandal. Uh, the lies about lying, uh, landing under sniper fire oh, yeah. in Bosnia. Oh, yeah. But they have the video of her shaking hands with a little child. Yeah. And and nobody is calling her out, or, or at least nobody that should be calling her out on this are. I it's didn't see just... the little girl carrying an AK-47. I no. mean, what? where's the fire? No, I didn't see any hard hats and helmets going on there to, to protect yourself from shrapnel, Hillary. Yo, and, then, and then back in, in the early 90s, uh, Hillary Clinton invested a thousand dollars in cattle, and in less than a year, it was like nine months. She made a hundred grand. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. And and second to that is where do I jump on that exactly. boat? Exactly. I got a grand. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. I'm gonna make a hundred grand in nine months. Plus, we get to eat some steak for free. We're oh, good. in a heartbeat, man. Oh, yeah. So and then she's got her friends that she's taking care of uh, politically. Uh, and then the Clinton Foundation. Oh yeah, all the scandal going mm. on with that. I mean, it's it's yeah. a it's scandal after scandal after scandal, all starting back with Watergate. Yeah, when she was fired for lying, mm-hmm. fired, proven for lying mm. yeah. in a federal investigation. Yeah, yep. and now this woman is about to become. And she still is leading the polls. How? I, that's it's the it's the ten thousand dollar question right there. How is this possible? No. There, was, there was a clip of her saying, "How am I not fifty points ahead?" or whatever whatever she had said. How are you not in jail? You know how how are you still able? Martha Stewart lied to the FBI and she was imprisoned. 
this woman is blatantly flaunting the fact that she is getting away with lie after lie, and she's still in the running to be the leader of our country. Does anybody else see a problem? I know other people have to see a problem with that. They they, kind of, I I see a problem with that. I mean, how do you, how do you not? I mean, she's, she's not. Why aren't I 50 points ahead? Right. Yeah. She, 50 points ahead. Why aren't you 50 years in jail? You you shouldn't even be here. Right. You, you, You should be in prison. That's what you should be doing. You know, it is, uh, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Yeah. Because you'd be in jail. That was funny. On oh, I loved it when he did that. Yep. That was the greatest thing ever. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, the question is going to remain, what do the next 28 days hold for the future of this country are we gonna are we gonna uh, find a redeeming value in either one of them or is it gonna be more long said, oh lord jesus it's a fire you know what is that is it gonna be that i mean right. is it gonna be a fire sale where well i woke up to go give me a cold pop and then i thought somebody was barbecuing i said oh lord jesus it's a fire yep it was a fire it is a fire the, the whole world will burn if we uh, don't get one of these two to really straighten up. Or, here, here. I mean, you, you, we, we're going to pose this question on our website, right? Mm-hmm. Go to dnrradio.net, and there's a little poll there. Uh, nameless, but who are you going to vote for? Right. Would it be Donald? Would it be Hillary? Would it be Gary Johnson? Oh, you know, the guy's a little left here, a little right there. The guy, he, he doesn't know what Aleppo is. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of memes going out about him right now that are really, really quite funny. Now, the guy could have been a somebody, you know, but and, and, and instead he's just going to be a spoiler for somebody. You got yeah. Jill Stein, who's refusing to drop out. She's right. still running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got people who are going to write in Pence. They're just they're just going to write in Trump's vice president candidate as president, and that's that's going to hurt Trump's numbers as well because that just shows that he can't unify anybody behind him. Absolutely, and and, and for those people, I just want to say for the people that are going to write Pence's name uh, on, on the ballot, think about it this way: one of his one of Trump's decisions before he's even in the White House, if he if he does make it that far, he tapped. Pence as his running mate. Look, look who Hillary tapped. Kane, uh, listen, uh, neither here nor there. The the guy is kind of an idiot. Okay, Trump's kind of. I know. Trump's first choice was Pence. His only choice. Yeah, I mean, look at it that way. That was a fantastic choice. He is composed. He is well spoken. He is well respected. If that's who he's going to be hiring when he gets into the White House, good times ahead. Possibly, because there's a lot of things about Pence that people don't like either, okay? So he's a very staunch anti-abortionist. He wants to overturn Roe v. Wade, Mm -hmm. which really, in in my opinion, you don't touch it. Leave it alone. It's the law of the land for almost 50 years. Mm -hmm. Leave it alone. You know, if, if, if this 
happens to a, a young lady and she needs to have this type of procedure, it, it needs to be there. Sure. You yeah. know, I, I, who are we to ban that, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's part of his his stance, that's part of his platform, and unfortunately, it, it is a big part of the Republican platform. So until they, they really modernize their thought process a little bit. Yeah, they do have to kind of come out of the stone. They really bit. do. I yeah. mean, it doesn't happen this way anymore. No. You know, uh, get with the times. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the Don does have that. So I, I hope that he's grooming Pence to uh, try to change his ways a little bit. The downside of all of this is, is that I think as a country, no matter who wins, we lose. Yes, 100%. Because it, it, if she wins it and it stays a Republican Congress, which it's it's borderline right now, right? nothing gets done mm-hmm. for at least two years because they'll veto everything she does and then she'll try to executive order her way around it. Right. And then they'll – it's just – it's going to be a mess. And if he gets in and keeps a Republican con- Congress, they can't control him. Right. So they're not going to pass what he wants – so we're not going to get anything done. But it goes it goes a little bit a little bit further too though is that they're projecting within the next term, within the next 4 years they're going to be replacing five Supreme Court justices. Five. Five of them. That is in, in personally speaking, if you have a Democrat in office, you have Hillary Clinton taking office, what five are she is she going to choose? That could be disastrous for the constitution for people's rights that that could be disastrous same could be said the other way i I mean okay yeah all right you got me on that one you pinned me to the wall but you're right you're right he could he could you know appoint people that nobody will approve right the the Senate may not approve anybody. More than likely, yeah. And that's right. quite a possibility. A Republican Congress with Hillary nominees may not pass. Well, here's the thing, though, Russ. We have, I mean, we, we have many, many more shows to come, God willing, hopefully, right? Uh, and I'm sure in these future shows, we're going to get into different things like uh, Second Amendment. Listen, I'm not a part of the NRA. I don't, I don't give the NRA money, okay? Uh, um, I don't have anything against them. I just don't have a use per se for them as just an average Joe guy, but I have my pistol permit. Okay. Big fan of the second amendment, big, big fan of it. In my view, it, depending on who she would put into those positions. I mean, it goes back to what we were saying earlier with everything that's going on with Putin. You know, we need our second amendment to protect our own, to protect our family, to protect our livelihood. I don't want that stripped from me. And now, I mean, it's people say, well, it's nearly impossible. Who's going to come knocking on everybody's door and take your guns from you? You never know. Could that's, do in Australia. Right. That's the, that's the scariest thing about it. So, there, oh, God, we got so much to discuss and so many things to talk about. It's over the next course of this month. It is, oof, it's a firestorm, people. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we're going to signal off our first ever episode of DNR Radio. Apologize for the technical difficulties. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll have them fixed for next week. But for Dark Side, this is Russ. Hope you enjoyed DNR Radio. We'll see you next week.